from Caesar Walker, the cool, calm, collected one. And I'm Ronnie Gatry, the emotional one. And we are the Tipping Point Podcast, your source for sophisticated ignorance, intellectual stupidity, and well-articulated nonsense. I want to hear my people. I'm hearing old listeners. I'm also hearing new listeners. You hear any new listeners? I in hear there several new listeners. Yeah. And for those new listeners, regardless of whatever platform you're streaming this episode from, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud, we want you to continue to support, especially if you're enjoying what you're listening to. Subscribe to us, follow us, leave comments, reviews where applicable. And we also have social media. You can actually find all of those links and whatnot on a specific website. Get, give them the website, sir. That website is the tipping point. T-H-A tipping point dot com. Well, thank you, sir. What and you want to do now, Walker? Let's get this show started. And I think, I think we're at episode 61. This is, yeah, cumulatively episode 61. But 61. this is our first recording for the year, Walker. Happy New Year, sir. Happy New Year to you. You got that 2020 vision. I like it. Absolutely. See what I did there, Walker? I do. I do. <laughs> I do. I've heard it before, but hey, I see what you you haven't just heard it did. today. Haven't heard it today. Thank You're you. right. Um, how are you in the new year? Um, new year got started off with a bang, Walker. So, um, how, how are you? I'm great. Uh, I actually, we hope our listeners are doing well in the new year. Um, we wish you a prosperous and successful 2020. Um, Gat, you 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 starting the new year strong? Any any type of resolutions? Anything? Uh, any, let, let's do this. Okay. Let's do this. What's one thing that you're going to do that you didn't do last year, and what's one thing that you're going to stop doing that you did last year? Okay. So I'm going to answer that, but I'm going to answer it in sequence. Okay. Sure. Um, in terms of New Year's resolution, I do have one. Okay. okay. And that is not to make any New Year's resolutions. Why not? Um, I just, you know, I've, for years I've tried them. Because it's not necessarily it, a resolution. You, you you should always be planning to do something or stop doing something nah, to I improve just, yourself. Walker, my thing is I don't buy into this whole let's wait until the beginning of something new to start something. No, just start whenever you feel the urge to start. Well, say what it is. Have you started something? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, okay, so... You're not going to do the whole resolution thing. No. Now you call me the contrarian, but you're not going to do the resolution thing. I but I have goals that have preceded the beginning of the new year. Give me one. Okay. Um, I've got to give you two. Okay. Go for they, it. They they are I'm not looking past Q1. Okay. And these are personal. Okay. Um, first and foremost, um, we have a company cruise coming up at the end of March, right at the end of Q1. And um, I'm not I'm not giving myself any type of number, but I know I want to significantly reduce the jiggle by the time the cruise uh, that boat takes off. Firming up, firming up. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I know what that looks like. I know what that feels like. So I'll know when I get there. Okay. Hey, I mean, I hear you. You, you gonna rock a speedo to celebrate? Or? No, I'm not. I'm not gonna go that. You're crazy. not gonna go that it's, crazy. It's not like I'm gonna be shredded. I'm just gonna be. You don't more, know that. Uh, you don't know that. Um, getting shredded in three months is humanly impossible with the lifestyle that I live. Okay. Um, number two is to finally earn my real estate license. This was something I was supposed to do last year. Did not. No excuses. Forget about it. It's gone. Um, 
I started studying last year, just did not complete the task. And one thing that I've done and being intentional about that is I've appointed three people in general in the real estate community to be my accountability partners. Ronnie, have you studied today? Ronnie, are you doing this? Ronnie, when are you set to take the exam? Mm. These are the questions I've asked these three people to uh, ask me whenever they make contact with me. Yeah. They've agreed and that's a blessing. So yeah. Do, do something for me. Sure. I want you to take a picture now of what you currently look like. I'm not doing that Walker. You don't have to show it to anybody. No, I'm gonna put on the IG. No, no, no. Hang on to this picture. Hang on to the picture. Okay. And then at the three months before the cruise, take that picture then, and we want to see your progress. Okay. All right. That's kind of hairy chest and all. You can do whatever you feel. Okay. (laughs) Okay. But I think that'll be dope. That'll be dope. So you can like see. Okay. I may not be where I thought I would be, but man, look at look look at the change. How far I've come. Yeah. 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 So So I think I think that'll be a good idea for you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, What about you, Walker? Um, I don't have anything as deep as what you have. Um, Were those that deep? Yeah, those are like big goals. I want to joke. Um, I my first thing I want to get to. I'm going to do that. I didn't do is be more consistent in lifestyle as it pertains to diet, okay, and exercise, in an effort to get down to an ideal weight, so I can, you know, yeah, just get down to a certain ideal weight of mine. What? This is not anything new for you though You've done this before I've done it before But yeah. I didn't do it last year So the way I prefaced it Was one thing that I didn't do last year That I'm oh, doing this year Okay right? I heard one thing I haven't done before Okay right. cool Fair enough So The net, the other The thing that I'm going to stop doing Is I'm going to stop saying the N-word this year Now I know really? what you're thinking I already don't really say it But I say it a lot in my head A lot in my head Negro? Or The other one Oh, okay. The real the one, one that's that's included in the word vinegar. Okay. Gee whiz. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. What do you, what you mean? It's a, I hate that word. I'm, I'm really starting to realize how much I hate that word. Listeners, um, the contra- contrarian Walker speaks. So um, if you if you have time and you really enjoy this podcast, go through our catalog and find our uh, recording of uh, the N word. That's actually the title. And um, let's really call Walker out as the contrarian that he really is. Okay? What do you mean? <laughs> you I said this, I'm going to stop to saying it. I know, but why? Why? Yeah, let's get down to it, Walker. Let's look under the hood. It's a terrible word. It is. And it's it's really, here's the thing. I, I get, it feels, what, let's, let's be real. It feels good to say it, right? It feels good to say it. Like I've already called you that three times in my head already before we start recording. <laughs> Let's just let's just be clear here, all right? <laughs> um, but but I realize, like you know, there's just certain things that if I can't articulate and make it make sense to me, then I have to ask myself why am I why really am I doing that? what I'm doing? And and I've um, I'm in a similar space. Well, not I'm not in, but I I remember getting to a similar space in terms of profanity usage, mm-hmm. and it's just like what what am I really putting out there when I use profane words? Mm. right you know it's just like so (laughs) man i effing love this like this is that does that does that resonate any different with man i'm loving this it's funny in comedy though say what it's funny in comedy so when you watch people like use profanity no no it's hilarious i'm throwing the flag on you walker it's hilarious i'm throwing the flag on you walker because you are a hypocrite i'm a hypocrite you invited me to a clean comedy show where i was gut busting in laughter 
I'm not saying they're mutually exclusive. I've seen people use profanity and it's hilarious. Not that I not that I would go out and talk, talk like that. Do you think you get more out of comedy if there are profane words used? Not necessarily. I'm just saying I'm looking for a yes or no here, Walker. No, not necessarily. That's not sometimes again, who are you talking to? I live in nuance. I've seen people use a lot of profanity and I'm like, I'm waiting for the punchline. Walker, I want I want you to hear <laughs> something I say to you, okay? Yeah. When I earn my license Q1 this year, I'm going to take a for sale sign and stick it in in your front yard of your home on Nuance Drive. It's time to move, okay? Okay? Just because I see Nuance and you don't? L- listen, are do you agree to these terms? No. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm trying to move you out of Nuance Walker. Come on, man. Well, I mean, my thing is, okay, anyway, back to what we're talking about. Because you like to veer off in the woods. Uh, no, uh, what I'm saying is, is that for me, like I, I haven't said a word, but I have straight cursed you out in my head. And I want to deal with that. That Do you aspect have anger me. issues? No. <laughs> okay. No. Right. What if I, never mind. That's, that's, <laughs> I'll ask you that off air. Um, and when I say you, I mean, not you specifically, know, but just in general is like. I mean, if you've ever been cut off on the road, yeah. I may not have said nothing, but in my head, I have told, I have cursed your soul. I've really? talked to your soul. Absolutely. Okay. That aspect I am working on. Okay. It's the mental game. Gotcha. For me. I like so that. So I'm, 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 it starts I'm, in our mind, right? Absolutely. Okay. So I'm, I want to do a little cleanup there. Okay. Yeah. Well, just for the record, while we're here recording, I haven't said any cuss words your way in my head. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Wish I could say the same. <laughs> Wish I could say the same. Um, okay. So those are, I, I don't believe in resolutions, so, but those are your goals for 2020. Sure. Okay, cool. They're my resolutions. Okay. I'm just, now I'm doing this to aggravate you. <laughs> okay. Um, Walker, I got to ask you a, a finance question. Okay. Okay. You you're a guy that's investment oriented, right? Sure. As, as I am, I think you're on a different level than I am. But this is not the podcast so? for that. I don't know. We'll com- we'll compare later over a diss track. Um, <laughs> but I, I need to ask: Have you checked the status of your 409k? Um, I have not yet. Okay. Cool. Cool. Not did- not not in the new year. Okay. Okay. Are you aware of the 409k? No. Okay. I don't think anyone is. Um, Mr. Forty Five, as you call him, <laughs> had a tweet the other day boasting about the performance of the stock market and how you know since his presidency your gains on your i just assume you was talking about 401k no no 409k this is a new product okay it's just it's <laughs> this is from the oval office right to your doorstep all right it, it just it just launched on wednesday so um uh, i'm looking at you walker and as you as you connect with your financial contingency i need you to be adamant about finding the status of your 409k yes 409k okay mine is good <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> well listen for well i was gonna say 401k is usually offered by your employer that's so 2019 i don't know how you get a 409k or hey. how that goes about hey i got you you got me i got you after after this podcast and <laughs> the link hey in the link below check check the link below on our, on our I'm going to have my people call your people. How about that? Do they have the number? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because they have the 409K. They have everything, right? Right. Um, Walker, speaking of numbers, um, I thought about this. Have you done the Enneagram yet? 
No. Oh, I, I knew you weren't going to be into this. Dang it, man. Can I challenge you too? You can. Why? Why? Why the? Why the hesitance, Walker? I don't want to. Why? I don't want. I just told you. Some some answers ex- like they they no, sell themselves. No, 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 I don't no, 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 want no, 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 to. No, you would not accept that from me. I'm not going to accept it from you. Not yeah, in this year. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, I would. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, I would. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I could I do this all day. <laughs> but since people are listening, <laughs> right? We, I mean, we. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no interest in the Enneagram, huh? No interest in knowing where, the, knowing who you are and how who you are can shape your spiritual journey. Uh, sure. No interest. Sure. No, I haven't. Uh, yeah. Okay. Are the you going to do it? I'm not saying you have to do it tomorrow. Okay. But we'll do it. We can. That can be my homework, and we'll talk about it on the pod next time. Okay. So, uh, well, okay. Well, then we'll, we'll 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 shelve it then. Man, I was ready to go there. Okay. Is yeah. it still on me or do you have anything? This um, is kind of our opening, so I know, I know. We we're getting our play. We, it's been a while. Yeah. Since yeah. we since we recorded. Yeah. 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 Um what what else is good? Do you you Walker? Um uh, I'm sorry, I'm trying not to hog this microphone thing. <laughs> Cause you know I never do that. I, I mean you can't get any words out of me on this you, recording. Well, you never try to hog or you never hog? I mean, this year I've never hogged the microphone on any recording we've done. Just saying. Um, <laughs> facts continue. Okay. So, um, <laughs> as, as you and our listeners know, uh, I was proud to be appointed, uh, the coach for my son's, uh, basketball team for his school this year. Right. Um, he had his first game last Sunday, Walker, we won a thriller nail biter game for the, uh, with the score of seven to seven to five. <laughs> Not a lot of baskets being scored. I was about to say, is this baseball, baseball or basketball? And, and check this out, Walker. This game really should have gone to overtime because the other team shot shot at our goal and they gave us the point. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this: yeah. as as a coach, how do you feel about how y'all are going to look this year? Well, I, I actually feel good. I actually feel good. Um, there, there was the assistant coach and I were really concerned about how the concepts. Are you we, the actual head coach? I'm the head coach, Walker. I'm calling all the shots. I'm making all the rosters. I'm delivering all the jerseys, kissing all the babies afterwards, doing post game press conferences. It's me. Um, <laughs> I want to see this post game press conference. Oh, first. Walker, you would love it. You would love it. Is it on the court or do y'all go like in the hallway? We go in the hallway. You know, we got the backdrop. So with the school stuff, yeah, on, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Reporters can be quite nasty about first grade basketball, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but no, man. Um, the assistant coach and I were concerned about how these concepts would be would be would translate to the game because <laughs> we only had one practice out of like eight where we got to run full court. Okay. Okay. So, um, and that that practice did not go well. But what I saw last Sunday, Walker, was a team that was scrappy. A team that defended well and that's that's what i've been stressing is like let's do our job on defense and let's have fun on offense like do whatever you want on offense i don't care what happens offensively but they're not going to score on us that's that's what i drill okay do you take these games personally yes so if you don't see the dna of what you're trying to instill in the culture of your team for example, y'all y'all win a game, but they didn't play defense well. I'm I'm done. You're you're frustrated. I know. I'm resigning. Okay. Y'all get somebody else for this. <laughs> y'all get somebody else for this, man. Because I didn't, I didn't you, come here. You're in over your head. Yeah, I didn't come here to be the Golden State Warriors. 
We are going to defend. Okay. We're going to defend. We're going to grab every loose ball that hits the floor. We, yes, we do loose ball drills in practice. The boys love them. Absolutely love them. You know the ones where you roll the ball and the two guys go for it? We, if there's a ball loose, we're getting it. Regardless. You don't believe in, you don't believe in jump ball. It's my ball. No, it's our ball. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. You, you want to, you, you're establishing a gritty team. It's a real grit team. I like that. Thank you, Walker. I like that. That's how I was coached when I was young. But, um, but no. What? 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 You play basketball? Yes. Really? Finish him. What? I'm just asking. Are you good? Who grips the mic and likes to kill their friends? I'm asking you a question. I'm not doing this with you, Walker. Why won't you let me get through the story? Who's talking the bike now? I just want to get these jokes off. <laughs> Can I joke on you? No, I wasn't good, Walker. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay, so let me feed it to the jokes you want. Yeah, I was a kid with the J's and all the all the cool apparel, but could play a lick. Yeah, that was me. Should you look good doing it though? <laughs> That's what's important. Is your son starting? Uh he started our last game. He may not start uh tomorrow. Why, coach? He uh um, why Doc Rivers? <laughs> 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 he I had to sit him down three times during practice this past Thursday. Why? Because he was not listening. Mm. Okay, so the 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 point I'm trying to drill home. I, I don't know where he gets that from. <laughs> What'd you say? When? <laughs> um I'm I'm part of me is making an example out of him because the boys and the parents for that matter if they know that i'm ballsy enough to sit my own son who is by far the best player on the team um sit oh, okay him. yeah it's not even close I hear you. um if, if i'm willing to sit him for not listening you best believe your boy will sit too if he doesn't listen okay all i and like i told the boys after practice all i got with y'all is an hour and seven minutes that's all they'll let me have you do what you want to outside of that. But in that hour and seven minutes, when you're on this floor, you're going to listen to Coach G. Regardless. So, um, goodness, I feel like I'm in the huddle now, Walker. What are you doing to me? All right, Coach Pop. <laughs> but um, I, I don't Ronnie know. Ronnie Pop. I don't know if he'll start tomorrow <laughs> or not. Um, unlikely. But anyway, um, I forgot where I was going. I, I, I like where you're going in terms of establishing a culture with your, with your, with the kids in terms of being disciplined and playing hard and, and the whole not. But Walker, you want to know what the reward, thank you, by the way, but you want to know what the most rewarding part of that is mm -hmm. um, at practice after practice this past Thursday. Um, I was talking with a few of the parents who just needed details about, you know, the, this weekend. And um, one of the kids came up and gave me a hug. Mm -hmm. and says coach g i wish we could have practice every day that means i'm doing something right or he just has nowhere else to go <laughs> <laughs> at any rate you just never know what people are going through walker when you have time i will show you the text messages and emails that i've gotten from parents saying how they are super excited that their sons ended up on my team. Ma'am, I'm, I'm happy for you, bro. Thank you, all. I'm happy for you. Thank and you. I, I do have to come support you. I do have to come see one of your games. Oh, you will. I'm not worried about that, Walker. Right. All right. All right. If Here you don't, go. I'll just send you a little shame video from my boy. <laughs> it's not like you've never done that before, yeah, right? I need to get a sound effect for that. That would be a good sound effect. <laughs> Walter. But, um... Uh, <laughs>
Did he say Walter? I he thought did, he said Walter. You thought he said Walter. No, then, I didn't. Yes, you did. I have it in a text that you said that. Um, but anyway, anyway, we'll get out of here. Um, but no, Walker, I was going back to the game. Goodness gracious. So we won a nail biter seven to five. And Walker, um, there was a there was a we had a possession at the end of the first half, right? Um, we had been running these boys, okay? So they were tired. Now they only went they only went about two deep in, in terms of their bench. I've got two separate lineups and an extra kid. So like we're ready. Um, so it was about three seconds left. Um, the kid inbounds the ball to my boy, right? And I'm yelling at the top of my lungs. You better shoot. This boy looked over at me, looked back at the goal, had a kid defending him too. Dribble, step back, nailed the shot, Walker. Listen to me, Walker. You need to listen to this. When this Does your wife, is your wife recording this? Yes. I have to send you the video. Okay, please do, because okay. I want to see what you did after this. Well, see, I'm not in the shot. I'm not in the shot, which I... But we can hear you. Yeah. Oh, you will definitely hear me on the clip. Okay. Walker. When this boy tried it back over to the bench, my face was drenched in tears. I'm talking about, I wrapped this boy up and I said, son, you have no idea how proud I am of you. It was a moment, Walker. No one captured that. Everybody was worried about the shot. I don't care about the shot. <laughs> Actually, I do a little bit. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the whole catalyst <laughs> for all of this, but go ahead. But Walker, that moment, dude, like, oh my goodness. All right. I don't man. know how to put it into words. Coach Pop, Ronnie Pop, <laughs> Coach Gumble, <laughs> or Gumble? No, 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 no. You you wear different hats. When, okay, when you're okay. when you're when you're here, you're you're Ronnie. You're Ronnie Gumble. Gotcha. You're Ronnie Gumble <laughs> on the court. It's Ronnie Pop. Um, Walker, do you? I mean, let me ask you a question. You know, you see how excited I get over this. Over what? Exactly? Over over coaching in general. Okay. Do you think this is something I may need to lean into a little bit more? Um. You seem to really enjoy kids. Really? You don't? I mean, I do because I get to I get to be myself, which I'm get very to be a kid. Yeah, yeah. So it gives me an excuse. So maybe that's it. I don't know. But yeah, I dude, I love it. Like I can't wait to practice. Like our game got canceled today. We're dealing with this like extremely. I think sketchy. you would do well as a teacher. Don't say this, Walker. You would do well as a teacher. Okay, let's move on. I'm not ready to deal with that because people tell me that for years. All right. Um. Before we get into uh, Dort, before we get into Dort, I, let's 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 go ahead because we usually end the podcast on somber notes. I want to say rest in peace to the following people um, and the families of these people: um, David Stern, former NBA commissioner; uh, Nick Gordon. Um, don't know if that name resembles anything for yes. our listeners. Um, Bobby Christina's um, guy that she was involved with. Yeah. Um, drug overdose. Uh, my condolences Lord to his mercy. family. Um, and did you hear about the Bryce Gowdy, Georgia Tech signee? No. He actually committed suicide um, not too much longer after signing day. Actually. You are kidding me. Um, yeah. No, so, I did not hear about that. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to bring that up. Yes. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on on that. But our our condolences to the families of those people. Oh so th God. those were some notable passings that I wanted to to highlight before we got into Dort. Okay. So, anyway, thank now, you for mentioning that. Um, Dort, discuss your trash. Um, uh, you're. We're gonna we, talk. 
We we just go. Okay. I already got my list of things. We probably got the same list of some stuff. Is it, it is what it is. Let's of just the 20 go. Twenty plus minutes we've been recording. I've probably said more. So we're gonna let you kick off Dort. Um. All right. Cool. Um. Have you seen Drake's Rat Radar interview? I have not seen all of it. Okay. Um. I'm I'm chipping away at it. So. Okay. How far into? I mean, it's pretty long. It's like two hours. Yeah. But how how far into it have you gotten? Honestly, I hope OVO's not listening. Honestly, oh boy i haven't cracked the 20 minute marker yet so so I mean, we can't really can't talk can't about really, this we can't take a deep dive in it we'll trash it let's let's table no, it for we now. don't trash anything drake you have before um i, I, I have i said we don't oh we don't yes collectively. collective yes but i'm the drake hater on this show let you tell it most well, and you still have enough respect not to trash at least when you're in the so we're going to table it yes Table table the rat radar Drake interview. All right. On you. All right. Um, my first one up is one of your favorites. Uh Lil Boosie. <laughs> Lil Boosie tried to pledge this week. <laughs> Discuss or freaking trash. Tried to pledge. <laughs> he was in there, he wasn't was he? In there, dude. Um, would you, would you, I mean I'm not Greek. Neither but am I I. I, I. I could imagine feeling a way about that. Okay. Um, well, let's briefly discuss this. Okay. So for those for those of you who haven't heard of this, uh, Lil Boosie, uh, who's a rapper based out of Louisiana, New Orleans area, uh, was courtside at a Hawks game earlier this week, donning a uh, Kappa Alpha Psi sweatshirt uh, and uh, tons of gold chains on top of that. So uh, he posted on Instagram and he got tons of backlash uh, from from the Greek contingency, um, even people outside of just black Twitter. Just yeah, black yeah, Twitter. They, just, they just ran him through. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't. Well, no, the sound effects not even worthy, but um, Boosie clapped back at a, at a few people. But uh, after feeling the effects of this, he finally came out with another video that says, look, he kind of apologized for wearing it and he understands now. But in turn, he challenged the Kappas to teach him how to shimmy. <laughs> and here's, here's kind of what I, where I want to talk about with this Walker. Um, I, I, I understand both sides. I have, I have you, as you do, I have Kappa friends, you know, um, I have friends in, that cover most of the national Pan Atlantic or whatever. Um, but here I am thinking of Kappa Alpha Psi in general. And I'm thinking, Across across the globe, how many of your members have done any kind of dance to any one of Bo any of Boosie's tracks? <laughs> right now, does it does it give Boosie the right to just wear what he wants? No, because you have to respect the honor and integrity that comes with being a part of this fraternity. I get that, but it's just like, can you can you have a heart to a degree, considering you're manipulating this man's music for your own gain? No, <laughs> knock it off, Gad. I just, you know, it's just, <laughs> knock it, it off. It took it took me back to the whole N word thing. It's just like as black people, we can freely say it, but when somebody else says it, it's a problem. And I feel like this is kind of in that same neighborhood. But it's just like, come on, come on, Walker. Are we gonna go through this? Like, wipe me down is it? it it's it's a cultural. It's a it's a cultural. Um, what word? It's a cultural anthem. Okay independent cultural anthem these are songs from a uh, little boosie like these 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 songs when they're played in the right environment have an impact okay so you're gonna make c murder honorary q c murder 
Yeah. Why? Because all I hear is Q's play his track. Well, you gonna make him an honorary Q? I'm not saying. Well, well, that's that's a good that's a good thing. Can Boosie be an honorary Kappa? No. Why? I mean, he can, but Why? I don't know. I don't. Have we burned this bridge already? Has the bridge has the bridge been burned by Boosie? Yes. Mm, yeah, I, guess, I think so. Does he fit the description? Well, that can be argued for a lot of it people. It can be argued. Even gone on, through the process, it can be argued. It okay. can be. It can be. I'm just saying, like, you're gonna make him. Does a Caucasian kappa fit the description? There are Caucasian kappas. That's what I'm saying. But do they fit the description of what a typical prototypical kappa alpha psi man is? Mm. Typically, no. Thank you. Still. <laughs> Still. Why? Because he's gone to jail. No, not necessarily that. Why? Because he raps? No. Why doesn't he fit the Kappas? Yeah. Have you ever looked at Boosie and was like, that's a pretty boy right there? <laughs> Come on, Gat. Let's not do this. But you, let's not do this. No, no. Let's not do this. No, we're going to do this. Oh, we're going to do this, Walker, no, because, because you want to put Kappas in a box. And you just said yourself that there are some Kappas that, that, that from the eye perspective, live outside of that box. Mm-hmm. What a prototypical Kappa is. Okay. So why can't Boozy be one? You don't think there are hood kappas uh, around here? Let me ask you a question. If you're not, if you didn't attend school of any, any kind, can you really be Greek? Because they they do call grad chapter, but to be grad, Walker, don't you have to? Like, how does that work? I love you, man, because this is exactly where I wanted you to go. <laughs> How many honorary members of fraternities never step foot on a college campus? How many? Mm, at least three. <laughs> <laughs> at least three? At least. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, to be honorary, that means... That's honorary. I'm talking, like, grad. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and, and I'm, I'm trying to think, how many honorary fraternity members are there? There are not many. I know you have honorary sorority members. Sure. How many honorary fraternities? There aren't many. Dudes, we ain't, we don't give it up like that. <laughs> Let's just be clear. I'm not Greek, but we ain't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Considering how that works, we, I don't see that happen a lot. Okay. Well, you know, and I'm not faulting the Kappas for what they did. I'm just sharing you thoughts, sharing with you thoughts that I had. So, okay. Um, we can get out of here if you want. Let's, let's please. Okay. You're All next. right. <laughs> um, I had on my list. Let's go ahead and get this out of the way, because um, I know you're going to bring up the other. Uh, let's bring up the, the these U.S. Iran tensions here. Discuss the trash. I, I dare you. I dare you. I I thank you. Thank. Don't you dare trash that. You didn't hear what I said though. What I said. Disgust. <laughs> Why are you disgusted? Uh, because none of this really should be happening, and we well, know agree. we know what this is all about. What? Walker, we're not dumb. Forty-five in an attempt to get reelected with this back against the wall, with these false senses of impeachment, I had to go pick on somebody. But is that a really a good decision to do? No, that's what. That's why I'm disgusted. Because one of the things that he even talked about when he ran for president was pulling sending more troops back home right right so if it's an election year and here we are in another war 
how does that make you how you know what I mean? Like yeah. how does that make you an attractive, you know, how does that work? Because it, because it's not logical. Traditionally and historically, the American people have never have never opted for a new president in the middle of a war. Those okay. are those are facts. No, that's true. So 45 knows this. So it's just like, well, what's one way to ensure I get reelected? Start a war. Ignore Congress <laughs> and kill this man anyway. Now, don't get me wrong, Walker. I'm not defending. I'm not defending the motives of this man that they kill. Right. I don't know anything about him. I don't know anything about him either. But, he's but, he's the he was the, the the top general in Iran's army. Yeah. But like for for their for the stories to to say their intel that he could have come out. Come on, man. It's just like you told me what the bread eleven's boot. Ain't, ain't nobody worried about you. <laughs> Do I need to cue the sound clip or no? <laughs> So that's my whole thing. Like I, I know what this is about, and um, it just it just pains me to have to, uh, number one have close friends and family in the armed forces having to go and serve our country for something like this. Um, I do want to. I'm glad you brought that up because I want to say that this is an opportunity for those who had something to say when Kaepernick took a knee mm. that he was disrespecting the troops. This is an opportunity for you to show that you won capping when you was trying to be concerned about the U.S. troops. Oof. If you're well quiet played. now, you were capping. Yeah, you were lying. Well played, Walker. Like this, that's you know what I'm saying. So, not a single, not a single person in the armed forces died over NFL players taking a knee. Right. Not a single one. Not one. Right. This BS right here, though. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I want I, I want to see I want to see you rep rep what you believe right you know what I mean so uh, to me I think is it's it's unfortunate and it's um, again I, I've been praying the past week or so for not only those who have been deployed to the Middle East but the families of those yeah who've had their lives interrupted yes and disrupted for this and for what right so um I don't know man I I, I pray that these tensions cool um because lives are at stake true and and we don't need this but and and th that's what i want to walk don't get me wrong but if you're iran though <laughs> no you're pissed i mean that's why that's why i have that's why i have to pray right so i have to pray because I, I mean because out of all respect if they come if they come at our general no no, no doubt we ready to clap right no, i mean they've already made it known we intend to retaliate right, right. they made it known which is which is why we've had to deploy extra armed forces over there true so yeah anyway your turn Dude, we're like the same person um walker you know we got we we got to talk about um there's some game being held this monday coming up that a lot of people are talking about i don't uh, know anything about it what do you college i thought college football season was over i thought that was last well year. our season's over for sure um because we played our last games. We'll, we'll keep this simple, Walker. This is the we, national championship game. LSU yes. versus Clemson. Dude, I'm actually not going to watch this game. I'm not going to watch it. What? Give me your give me your reasons, Walker. I got to hear this. Okay. You ready? You ready? <laughs> did you telegraph this? Uh, did, did I tell? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Underhanded softball pitch. 
Here's what Gatry's gonna do next once I say this. Watch. <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> Camera, you ready? You got it? It's my wife's birthday. Oh. It's on the 13th. Who am I to tell her no? From six o'clock to ten? No. To Walker's wife. Um, happy birthday. I know you listen to every episode. She listens to some. Okay, good. Um, I'll be tuned in. Well, well, still tell me who you got, then we'll get out of here. I just want to know who you got. LSU. Okay. Um, I'm with you. It's it's hard for me to envision LSU losing with the way this game is shaped up, where it is, what it all means for LSU. Uh, so I got them winning uh, the best college football game of the year, of the calendar year. So you think it's going to be a very competitive game? I think it's going to be really good. I, I agree. So uh, let's I just agree. hope it lives up to that because I'll be I don't, in. I don't think – I'll be surprised if LSU tears in the shreds. Right. But – and by the way, that reminds me, I'm going to have to turn my phone off. Um, again, I do the war rapport. We all be tweeting – texting each other during the games and whatnot, and they can't help themselves. So I don't want to know what's going on. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I, um, I think it will be competitive. I think that, I think that people are underestimating Clemson's defense. Yes. However, I don't think, I think the best you can hope to do against LSU is slow them down. And I still not sure if they have enough offense to keep up with LSU. Right. That's that's really the problem gotcha. for, for Clemson, I think. So it's going to be a good game. Absolutely. I, I got LSU. Okay, cool. Um, what's next? Let's talk about uh, your boy, Kevin Hart. Do, do we have the same notes or what? <laughs> well, Boosie, Boosie wasn't on your notes. Though. Boosie was not on my notes. Okay, yeah, because thought you... Never mind. Um, what, what you think? Don't F this up, Walker. Just to tell me what you think. <laughs> um, I thought... Anybody see what I just... Sorry, I was reading something. What did you say? <laughs> Nothing. Said I don't listen. <laughs> anyway, um, it was good. I thought it was good. Um, I acknowledge. I like what Kevin Hart. I like the space he's in in terms of like his own production company. Oh yes. Um, it was shot well. Like I think that is a springboard to a lot of other things Kevin Hart is going to start doing behind the scenes. He's just stepping out there as himself being transparent I, I love the trans kevin has always been transparent about his life yes and so for the whole family to be in on it and be a part of it and the plastic cup boys and highlighting them giving them like i, I like that yeah i thought that was very good um there was two there was two aspects of of this of the doc what you call what would you call it is it i just call it special yeah um, it's not really a documentary. Yeah, it, it had a, a documentary feel, yeah, but I, I don't know if you can. I don't know if it's correct to call it that. Right. But two of the things that stood out to me that my wife and I discussed was the argument with him and his trainer. That's what everybody's talking about, about. Wealth. I just didn't think that was significant. It. Why you don't think it was significant? I mean, across the across the scope of the seven episode series, I mean, uh, that's that's what a lot of attention is being drawn to, and I think there are so many other valuable points that were drilled home. And it's just like he got in an argument with his trainer. I think it was a good conversation discussion to have, though. Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying run away from the conversation. I'm just I'm just shocked that that's what most people have brought out of that entire piece, which was very well done. Okay, um, but I harped on all those things. Did I? You did. Okay. So I'm getting to I'm getting to the things that are standing out. Well, why don't I just shut up and let you talk? 
I was waiting on you to kind of do that. <laughs> but no, I, 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 I think even though he was in a, a drunken stupor, um, Kevin actually was making some pretty decent arguments and points. But of course, it's always about your delivery when it comes to people. Um, what? I actually think he was making some good points there. Kevin Hart, drunk or not, which, you know, I, I do drink and, I, and I'm a firm believer in that the truth really comes out when you're drinking. Um, but Kevin Hart says, none of you, mainly you, the trainer, would be anything without me. I'm not dealing with that. Huh? I'm not dealing with that. That's essentially what he said to the guy that started the. Tensions. So what I want to harp on is he was saying, basically talking about building wealth. Right. It got personal after that. I'm dealing with the premise of his point and argument. I'm not dealing with the extracurricular stuff because that's right before they start getting to that point. That's when they start moving furniture. They started turning up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I ain't talking about that foolishness. Right. I'm dealing with him talking about building wealth and talking about what success looks like. And he's saying, hey, where do you have a home? Are you are you do you have a home? Are you renting somewhere? Like, what are you what do you own? Basically, is what he's getting at. I think those are some legitimate arguments and points to make sure to each other. And those are the things that I'm harping on again, because alcohol was involved and they were turning up. It escalated to something that I wanted no parts of. Okay. That's so I'm not dealing with that. Okay. I'm dealing with what the premise of the whole conversation was about. Makes sense. You agree. That was a catalyst to the disagreement. Those statements that he, that he made. Of course. I mean, okay. they're, per, they're personal. Okay. What he was talking about initially wasn't personal, right? I'm not attacking you personally. I'm saying this is what wealth looks like. Are you, are you even doing these things in your life to get to wealth? Basically. Okay. What do you own? Do you have a home? These sorts, these sort of things. To me, those are legitimate conversations we should be having with our friends. We should be iron sharpens iron. We should sure. be putting pressure on each other to be better financially and be more financially responsible for the sake of our of our children, if anything else. Right. So I, I loved where I love the premise of it. It just it just went left. Okay. That's all. Okay. Um. Let's talk about let's talk about the the thing with his wife. Yeah, man. So uh -oh. so what stood out to you there? Uh, in terms of the whole infidelity, I didn't realize thing. his wife was. I thought his wife was younger. Oh, I didn't think that. You didn't think that? No, I no. thought she was younger. Like I thought she was like maybe thirty. Oh, oh. like she's like right behind us, like thirty-five. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't. Okay. I didn't know that. That's okay. Um, no, I th I thought it was unique. Um, again, Kevin being very transparent, I don't think he blamed his boys. Because it was like a spur I didn't get that. Yeah, it was a spur of the moment trip that he wanted to take. And he mentions that he called everybody and said, hey, man, we're about to hop on the PJ. You know, they went to Vegas or something like that. Vegas. Right? It was Vegas. And uh, nobody went with him. And so that that kind of that kind of took his security blanket away. These guys he trusts who would remove him from a situation like that. So it wouldn't escalate. Um, I love how he owned it, though. I lo love how he owned it. He didn't shy away from it. He dealt with it. Um, this is Monday morning, or excuse me, s Saturday morning quarterback. But um, to to have his wife find out and he not tell her, 
that's like the only that's like the only error i think kevin did did outside of the the infidelity thing i think that's the only thing right and this, this is coming this is coming from a guy who tells his wife everything <laughs> okay you know so i'm not i'm not faulting the way he handled it but if i had to find something of concern it would be that because in in and i think we i think he either talked about the call or they even had a recording of the call and i don't know to, to, to have your wife who's expecting your child at the time um crying like that see you know saying that she's found out and asking what's going on i just don't think that's a good space i think i think it's still uh hostile and volatile even if kevin tells her directly but not nearly as bad as her finding out on the, on the way she did does that make any sense so you're saying so you're saying not having her find out external like elaborate if i would have kevin run it back and he can't take back the infidelity situation i will have kevin just snap his fingers thanos style just go ahead and reach out to your wife who does that that's what but but here's the thing walker here's here's why i think it's important kevin hart from what you said is in, in opening this this topic is very transparent he has no problem being transparent we know that i think that's one of the things that that generates his appeal yeah i hear what you're saying it's easy to be transparent when you when you've been outed though does that make sense no it's easy okay we all know there's a woman there's a video of you or there's there's a woman claiming we've done something together right okay your wife has information this information is being released publicly. It's easier, even though it's still tough because you have to deal with the emotions of a of a hurt wife and, and hurt family and friends and, and whatever. Mm -hmm. It's easier to fall on the sword when the secret's out. As opposed to no one knowing a thing about what's going on. Which is probably the way Kevin had it drawn up in his head oh no one think so oh well, yeah 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 that's what i'm saying yeah. that's what i'm saying yeah so that's what i'm like I, I hear what you're saying but to me if it's not out what incentive do i really have to run to my wife and tell her that um, i'm playing devil's advocate oh, okay okay i'm playing devil's <laughs> advocate uh, i mean you see what i'm saying yeah i, I don't know maybe that, maybe, like, that, maybe sounds, that sounds great in the hindsight of we knowing that kevin got outed that sounds really great what you're saying yeah if if you are able to see into the future and know that you're about to get out it it's good to it, it's good to try to let her know what's up right right but you don't have that visibility into the future to know what's going to happen is what i'm saying i know but like how do you how do you sleep at night that's a good question you know but honestly like because and it's so easy for me to, to say here, I've, I've never cheated on my wife at all. So I'm trying to like put myself in the mindset. And like, if I did, if I did do that, I mean, I'm sure it'd be different once I'm in the situation, but I just know how I'm wired and it'd be hard for me to lay down that bed knowing I got something that I'm not sharing with her, that especially that impacts her. Yeah. Yeah. Can I share a story with you? go for it my um my oldest son when he was an infant he had this uh this onesie type of outfit right 
it had the word digger written across the front of it d-i-g-g-e-r okay uh, i did not like this for obvious reasons <laughs> it was too close to the word that you're trying to restrain from using this year and in i didn't feel my, like in, my head. in your head yeah i um and i didn't feel like this was something my son should have on his back you know to to it, i think it just massages that thought of oh <laughs> look at noah he's a digger <laughs> okay oh uh, i just said his name i'm so sorry uh but anyway so i i let my i let my wife know that i wasn't really cool with this this article of clothing mm -hmm. uh, my wife kind of brushed it off or whatever she was like you're overreacting whatever dude i took this article of clothing <laughs> and i stashed it deep in the bowels of a storage cavity in our house <laughs> okay walker that night <laughs> and i know this, we're talking two different situations here but that night i could not sleep okay so i look at my wife and i said babe listen i did something that i'm not proud of and i told her what i did mm -hmm. <laughs> right now it was an article of clothing but it turned into a situation of well why'd you do that and it was like well you know like i was saying before i don't want my son associated with this or anything close to that term so yeah but even for something like it just it just, it just says yeah. it just says how i'm wired even for something like that yeah, I, I don't feel you. comfortable so i i would have to i would have to think if i, I were placed in a situation like kevin i would definitely not be comfortable <laughs> if you was play, you wouldn't put yourself in a situation like kevin and see that and i'm human i'm human so there's no telling what i can or cannot do or will or will not happen to me okay fine. i acknowledge that fine what i'm saying is there's a lot of checks for you. If, if that's how you roll, there's a lot of checks that you would have to override before you even end up in a Kevin Hart situation. True. You see what I'm saying? I like there's that. a lot like you, you have, you've already died inside before you even got close to doing what Kevin did. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Like and you're going all, you're going on a whole trip. <laughs> to vegas and you know what i'm saying like it's not business related you just go you, there's just certain things there are certain things that you do as a husband that is really a protection and covering for you if that makes sense me is in ronnie or you and then ronnie oh, okay and okay. ronnie i'm talking about so i understand you trying to see how you would deal with it but i'm saying there's a lot of things Kevin overrode in his mind before he even got into that situation. Okay. Yeah. And I just don't think I, I would be surprised if you would even get that far. Half okay. as far. Yeah. That's okay. all I'm saying. That's fair. And I think so you would already I talk about this considering you would already well, it's okay to talk about it. It's just it's just that's Kevin's situation. Um I didn't like the fact I didn't like the fact that he brought up his his homeboys. I really didn't like that. I, I felt like it made it worse. Do you, do you feel like he, in a in a underhanded kind of way, was blaming them? No, not necessarily. Okay, because I didn't think so either. I didn't. Like, you you mentioned that, and I agreed. I didn't think so, but I felt like that was a cop out. Oh, I felt like it was a cop out. Bro, just, play play the clip. Okay. Play the clip real quick. Gotcha. I don't have my circle around me. My circle ain't there because Kevin is doing what? I'm moving in unfamiliar territory. I didn't call the audible circle around you it's very hard for you to do stupid get tapped on your back hey dummy what are you doing ain't got nobody with me so here's the thing 
there is value in being surrounded by good dudes. Sure. There's value in that. I'm not trying to dismiss that. Right. But at the end of the day, you are a grown man who's responsible for your actions. Okay. And your homeboys, as close as y'all are, they're not going to be with you all the time. True. So when you are by yourself away from your homeboys, you got to stand on your own too and do what you're supposed to do as a man. Because when you ask them to fly with you to Vegas, what did they tell you? I can't, bro. Yeah, they were... That was that was your way being, out. Yeah, <laughs> that was your way out, Kevin. You should have then said, maybe you know I, what? Maybe I, maybe I should go home. <laughs> but nah, you want to hop on the PJ? And, yeah, you see what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. That's why I'm talking about the checks, right? Right. If if you're calling responsible guys and they're saying, yeah, I can't leave. I can't leave the house, bro. Several of them said, you know, hey, they, I'm they here with my family. <laughs> Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why I'm like, uh, that's not a good one, Kev. Right. That's really not a good one. I get it. I get it because there's a value in just you and me being around each other because we hold each other accountable. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. But at the same time, we're not with each other all the time. And when I'm by myself, I have to I have to be a responsible adult. Okay. And I feel like with Kevin, yes. At the end of the day, he took responsibility for his actions. But at the same time, that's not going to be the only time in life you're not going to have your boys around you. Very true. And that can't be your go-to when you mess up. Right. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. What else you got? Um, Come on, MacBook Pro. Oh, yeah. Walker. Do you want to talk about Meghan Markle? Not really. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I did I didn't either, Walker. I really didn't. And <laughs> I love the build up. And I <laughs> <laughs> no, um but I will say this. I will and again, I'm Don't not trying care. to discuss this, but I will say this. That I had no idea that this was even going on until about eleven o'clock last night. Okay. And my wife is talking to me about it. Okay. And um you know, I, I thought it was peculiar, the activity and all, but I was like, let me let me slide this in my notes and just see where Walker stands on this. Because while I did hear what she had to say and I did input some, I was like, hmm, this may be cool to talk about. And if Walker was cool with it, I'd have something to bring to the conversation. But don't get me wrong. I'm totally OK. Not talk, not talking about this. And so am I. OK. OK. Um, let's talk about uh, lying love with the real. OK. Um, She made some comments this week in light of the Kevin Hart documentary. And uh, you want to roll those? Roll the clip? You bet. You better believe I want to. Roll it. In the black community, I want to, you know, I don't speak for the black community, but I do think that a lot of black men, they really don't know how to have true, faithful relationships. They think because they have money, because they have power, that they can treat women any kind of way. Lonnie loves the same thing. And that <laughs> is something we need to work on. We need to work on that, that money and power does not mean that you I can guess. just do whatever you want to do. I think sadly in so many cultures, that is the whole yeah. machismo thing. Like that's, that is, yes. that goes across the board. But I, I'm going to no, say. it's not across the board because what is happening is that we are still dealing with the point of uh, slavery and we are descendants of slavery mm -hmm. and because our families were broken up we still do not have an idea of how to have together families because our families were broken up yeah, and until that. we really From start that perspective, I absolutely right. I, 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 slavery well 
Okay. Um, get your thoughts, bro. This one, this one hits home, Walker. And I'm just gonna go ahead and throw in Kevin Hart fashion, throw transparency out there. Um, I, I kind of see where Lonnie Love is coming from. Okay. Um, I am on the other side of it, however. <laughs> so, elaborate. So, my wife uh, is extremely professional. Uh, not professional. <laughs> She is. <laughs> she is professional too. But she's extremely successful. Uh my wife does very well financially. Um me in comparison to her can't even hold a candle, right? Um so I I live with some of this. So I get it. Because I do believe and this is not something I'm I'm ashamed to to share, but I do believe in seeing my wife's transition from being in school, rubbing two nickels together, I say that figuratively, to landing, opening her own business, and just seeing, you know, how well she's done financially, there has been an attitude adjustment and a behavior adjustment. There's a there's a lot of power that's kind of that kind of you inherit with that. And so with that, in Lonnie Love's as is it Lonnie Love? Yeah. Okay. As Lonnie Love said. I do believe that with that comes the idea or the thought of, you know, I can really, I can, I can do whatever I want to do. Right. And again, I see it. I'm just on the other side of it. Okay. Now, if you want to keep this in context with black men, we can do that too. So basically having that power that the, having that power at your disposal, it, it, it bleeds over into other aspects of life. Absolutely. Absolutely that the rules don't exactly apply to you because of who you are. It's, exactly. And, and okay. the thing, the thing, and I, my wife doesn't listen, but, um, the thing that one, one of the things my wife struggles with is when she come, when she goes to her place of business, it's her, she's the, she's everything. Her name's on the door. It's all that transitioning to the house, can, to the house can, can, can take a minute. Very difficult. Yeah. Very difficult gotcha. to the point to where it's been like, okay. So you you can see where she's coming from in that regard. Yes, I'm absolutely. not. I'm not. Again, I can't completely disagree with Lonnie Love in in terms of her points. Here's where here's where it goes left for me. It's important that you know you a lot of people when they talk they talk from their own personal experiences. Yeah. I don't like when people project their experiences and make that the absolute. Okay. And that's what she did in that clip yes. because Adrian was like, yeah, that kind of happens in our, my culture, other cultures. Like this is not a black thing. No, no. And that, I, I didn't agree with Lonnie in that regard because there are white women who get cheated on. There are, there are so many, there, there are men who get cheated on yeah. for crying out loud. Oh, like yeah. there, you, you have cheating is a problem right. in relationships period not trying to all lives matter matter the situation but you're i don't like it when we project our experiences and make that the rule and dismiss other people's experiences right, right. that's not cool um also too i feel like she made two two totally different arguments because when she tried to justify it being a black thing and she brought in slavery i felt black, the shift there black men didn't have no control <laughs> right. and power then right you see what i'm saying yeah. like well like what well, how does that support your argument is that being a black 
thing. Now, granted, I'm not dismissing the impact that slavery has had on us as a community. Sure. Right. There's also been a few other things that has led to our, our community being in the position that it's in. Right. It's, it's the issue of, of the, the drugs infiltrating our communities, Mm -hmm. right. Which the government has played a tremendous part in. Right. It's, it's the war on drugs. It's the crime bill. Right. It's it's the it's all these this legislation and things that's been done on behalf of the United States government that has really destroyed the black family or has played a part in destroying the black family. Right. Right. So I am not acknowledging. And again, you have to look to your past and history to determine how things are are currently in the present. But here's my thing, Gat. Me and my wife wife talked about this. If I'm not willing to acknowledge what I can do today to change the future, then I'm only using the past as a crutch, right? Mm-hmm. So my thing is, is that yes, we know what the United States government did to our communities. We know this, we acknowledge this, but at the end of the day, it goes back to the Kevin Hart thing. You have to take responsibility for the decisions that you are making. And I think for for you and I, like I, I think there's a there's a lot of things we have to talk about when it comes to relationships, right? You have to talk about you have to talk about um, yeah, you have to talk about uh, what was I trying to say? I got distracted. Oh yeah, yeah. You you have you have to talk about the baggage that people bring into relationships, right? Right. We all bring unnecessary baggage into our relationships from unresolved issues. Right. Right. Um, for a lot of, a lot of us have experienced trauma growing up as a child. Right. A lot of us have daddy issues and mommy, mama issues. And a lot, there's a lot of the way people are, if they don't deal with that before they get into a relationship, then it, it plays a bit unless they don't deal with that it plays a big part in how they respond to certain things sure if they feel rejected within their relationship and in the home they'll go out and cheat with someone it's not because they it's it's because of whatever baggage that they have internally whether it's self-esteem issues whether it's rejection issues whatever the thing may be we we have things within us that we have to be up and front and honest about another thing too, get as a community because of what's been done to us that i kind of detailed uh, briefly we we have to understand that society does not have the the best interest of the black community at mm, heart okay so as a community as black men as black women there's just some cultural and social there's some social norms that we have to purposely reject right and I think when you talk about the the topic and conversation of sex, I'm going to rub some people the wrong way when I say this. We have to understand how to practice abstinence when it comes to certain things, when it comes to relationships. Okay. Reason why I say that is because as a man, we have higher sex drives. True. Right? Yeah. Now you get you look statistically at what has been done and how many of us are going to prison. How many of us are not going to college? How many of us are getting getting caught up in the streets, right? Yeah. The few of us who are doing good, we we've risen to the we are the cream of the crop. 
we got some good jobs we're doing well we clean up good and we got our pick of the litter when it comes to women okay if i'm paying attention to us some of us you're married you're you're you 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 hey, landed you landed your woman i did but it, no don't do that don't do that it was a struggle for you boy. i just that's funny but what i'm saying is is that what i'm saying is is that if i am subscribing to society's uh standard that as a guy you just go forth and just have sex when in whenever you want it to the point to where when i meet someone I have almost a sense of entitlement to where I can just lay, I should be able to lay down and get it when I want it. And when I have a sexual urge, then what's going to happen when I commit and get in a marriage and I find myself in a situation to where now I'm forced to be abstinent. Not everyone who has a pregnancy, not every woman who has a pregnancy has an easy pregnancy. Sometimes they can't have sex. Sometimes they have postpartum depression afterwards and guys can go months without having sex yeah guys can go a long period of time and it's not like your body understands what's going on your body is still talking to you on a daily basis (laughs) if i have not practiced being disciplined in my body being disciplined means doing what you got to do when you have to do it whether you feel like it or not Mm. that's discipline that means i have to say no to these sexual urges and do what I have to do. The same way I don't feel like getting up in the morning and going to work, but I got to do what I got to do, right? Right. As men, we ha- we we have to talk, have these conversations about disciplining ourselves. A man, a real man, you and I, we're real men. Real men control their bodies. They don't allow their bodies to control them. True. And my thing is, and and re- here's why I can speak so adamantly about it is, and I'm now I'm being transparent. I dealt with a porn addiction. I dealt with that. Like yeah. that was an issue for me. Well, and I, I had to realize, a lot of us have. <laughs> a lot, but we don't talk about it. Oh, okay. And so I had to realize if I want a healthy marriage, if I want a healthy family, if I don't want healthy children, I have to do some things intentionally. Mm. That means when I have a sexual urge, I can't just run and, di- and do something about it outside of my wife. Right, right. Right? Yeah. And if I don't learn that discipline on the front side of marriage, or in front sign of a relationship, I'm going to be messed up when I get in a relationship. Okay. Go ahead and say, tell me what's on your mind. I, you know, it's hard because I'm just on the other, I'm on the other end of that. Um, a man who, who, you know, who has slept with no other woman than my wife. <laughs> right. So um, I can definitely relate to the whole, because especially after, uh, after the birth of my first son, there were some complications after the fact, and it, it we weren't what getting it cracking it for a period of time. Yeah, it wasn't happening. Yeah, doctor's orders, right? You know? um, but I had the foundation to lean on. So yeah, I'm giving it, you, I'm yeah, giving you, you validity there, Walker. There and you please, go. And please don't, please don't take it as I'm going against abstinence, but not so much abstinence, but discipline. And sometimes for us to discipline ourselves, we have to abstain. True. How do you develop discipline if you're it, okay? Let's say, let's say, let's say I'm gonna work on getting up in the morning and going to work. Okay. And some mornings I just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the when is the discipline gonna kick in? Or or like me, um, Cheez Its are my guilty pleasure. Um, 
and thinking the last year, especially the first part of the year when we saw the tremendous weight loss, mm-hmm. one of the key things was like, okay, kicking it. You're going to Publix and you're you know where the cheeses are, but having the power to walk away from them. You know, I'm not blaming it all on cheeses, but you know what I mean. Right. But I'm abstaining from eating cheeses because I have bought into this notion of I want my body to look and perform a little differently. And you've gotten and you got into a habit of being able to say no to your body when it says, hey, it's cheese at time. Right. What are you doing? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's all I'm saying, dude. We're, we're again. I know it sounds like cold turkey. It sounds rough. But if we want to have healthy relationships, if we want to be healthy men, we have to discipline ourselves in that regard. We have to. We have to. Okay. Or not. We can do what we want. You know. <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> or it's, not. It's compelling, and yeah, I agree with most of it. But I don't know how to voice how I disagree with certain parts of it. But just know that I do. <laughs> what do you disagree with? That's the thing. I don't. I don't know how to articulate that. Okay. <laughs> because it. <laughs> we've established on this podcast that I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> we've got a whole episode about it, you know. Um yeah. That's a wet Is that a weather radio? I think so. Okay. <laughs> that's what we're hearing, guys. That's yeah. why I paused earlier. <laughs> we got some inclement weather Maybe coming we in. Need to get we need to get home. <laughs> um especially but, once but, my phone starts ringing. Right, but compelling point though, Walker. I'm not, I, I don't want to rob you of that. Listen, I know it's a it's a it's it's it, at this point in our society and how we've evolved it is very uh, extreme. True. It's very extreme. But from someone who's had sex before marriage, for someone, now I've never cheated, but for someone who has practiced not really disciplining myself, I struggled early into my marriage. Wow. You see what I'm saying? But and not to say that I even cheated, <clears throat> but I struggled. Well, here's the thing, Walker, that you haven't seen. Yes, I'm going to land this because here's what I couldn't articulate. Being on the opposite end of the spectrum from you, when I got in marriage, my thought was, this is what God created for us. Spread your legs open at will. Right. You know, because it's like, hold on. I waited all this time for this. Right. What do you mean your head hurts? <laughs> Is that too transparent? No, that's very transparent. <laughs> but it's just like, but I that that's I think I think that's part of it, Walker. This is so good. That's why I think I don't think abstinence is the the full or discipline is the full lesson to be learned there. Because, okay. Because sex was never a thing when my wife and I were dating, sure. right? Sure. But in my it head. It wasn't when we and my wife. Yeah. But, but in my head, it's just like <laughs> I know what happens when we get to that hotel room after the reception. Okay. <laughs> Play no games. Okay. Be breezy. Okay. I see what you did there. <laughs> Thank you. But it's just but but and and then and then I'm gonna I'm gonna take some of your transparency and present you some of mine. I struggled with that. Okay. Because the the So her the, head can hurt? It can. But in my mind, it's just like, what do you mean? <laughs> Look at what all I've been through. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know I, what I'm I, saying? I, so I still think that same that same notion of not really understanding how uh, uh, a sexual relationship works can happen even if you're abstinent. I'm not saying being abstinent solves stuff like that. I'm saying when you practice saying no to sexual urges and you get outside of your home and you're presented with certain circumstances and situations and you have a sexual urge because you've had practice saying no, period, you can you can you now have the ability to say no to those situations. 
That's all I'm saying. Now, in turn, inside of your marriage, when you're dealing with you and your spouse, that's where communication comes into play. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Y'all have to be like, okay, when your head hurts, <laughs> are you telling me that you're not in the mood? Because here's the thing, I need you. Here, this is me again, boy. We have now we have some honest conversation. Let's put it on the table. When I'm often. having, when I'm making love to my wife, I want her to be just as excited about it same as here. I am. Same in here. the same way that my wife wants me to be just as excited <laughs> about going shopping with her as she is. I get it, babe. I need you to be excited about this sexual experience. Right. If your head hurts, it's going to throw off the experience. And where we have to communicate is we have to talk through why is your head hurting. Right. If your head is hurting, then maybe it's not best that we do anything tonight. Right. But what about what is your head going to be hurting tomorrow? No. All right. Let's 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 go ahead and and and, and book that. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm saying with okay. that. I don't think abstinence is God in terms that it cures every challenge that you face in a marriage. But if you have practiced saying no to sexual urges that may not result in a positive outcome. Then when you find yourself in a similar situation in marriage, then you won't get caught up so easily. Like we see a lot of other people get caught up. Right. That's the only that's all I'm saying with Be, that. Because you're saying with that behavior, when placed in a situation in a marriage, you can't practice you can't one way in. and get in the game and play a completely different way. Right. Okay. That's all but, I'm saying. But you're saying you're but from what I gather, you're saying the behavior beforehand needs to be put in check. Absolutely. Okay. Because, and, because yeah, if you're getting it at will, if you're getting you get it married, at will, you get married, and then you have a night where your wife's head hurts, or you just having certain you know situations is, where you know she may she may be sick, she may be dealing with some stuff, right? With her body, because women women got women, stuff women going got on with their stuff. bodies. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, it ain't you don't have to just be pregnancy. She could be dealing with a legitimate issue. Your right. body does not care <laughs> about that, right? You know what I mean? Like load up the porn, do what you got to do. We got to get this cracking. Right. One way or the other, if you don't put that in check, fam, <laughs> you're gonna struggle. True, you're gonna struggle as a man being in any kind of committed relationship. Okay, yeah. fair. Okay, all right. <laughs> and and that's just real conversations we gotta have as men. True. That's all. I like it, Walker. Where I think you've opened the door to that. Okay. You know, Woo! or you can cheat. It's fine. <laughs> hey, is the tornado in here or is it out there? <laughs> Walker came to talk today. I okay. like it. Anyway, uh, that's all I got. Man. Let's close out, bro. Okay. Let's, let's get let's get home for our wives start calling us. Uh, we uh, we close out every episode or most episodes with uh, a shout shout out some player of the week. Simply put, shout out. We're making you aware of people doing dope things that have happened either, either recently or at some point in the past. And then conversely, we are calling out the foolishness too. So. Um, I'll let with, you that, go with that said, I'm going to start with a shout out. This one's good, Walker. He he will argue that Yours I stole it from good. him. Yours is always pretty good. I'm not. No, I'm not. No, doing, my, shout not doing been, that. my shout outs have been weak. My we shout out game has been weak. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so funny, by the way. Okay, um, go ahead. <laughs> um, no, I'm going to shout out Mr. Charles Barkley. Um, what did as, Charles Barkley do? As most of you know, Charles Barkley made a sizable donation to Miles College, which is here in Birmingham, Alabama, to the tune of one million fofillion dollars. So um, that's dope. What, what's what's unique about this, Walker, as I read more, this this contribution that Charles Barkley made is one that comes without restriction. 
and I educated myself because I, I, I realized that a lot of these uh, donations made to universities and stuff they're like that. So they're, they're conditional. They're conditional. You got to do this with this. Charles Barkley said, you know what? You take this Millie and you do what you got to do as long as it's in the realm of educating your people that come here. Okay. I think that's dope. Okay. So, because that can be done in so many ways, right? Sure. It's not saying I, you got to give 20% of this to here. Nah, 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 nah. nah. Educate people, you get in this Millie. Uh, Charles Barkley, we got something for you. I mean, and I thought I thought about just making that collectively ours because I think that's dope that uh, someone who didn't attend an HBCU donated to an HBCU. Nuts. So that's the, I love that. My shout out is Harold LaFall. Hmm. Harold LaFall is a black entrepreneur. I actually have his book. Like once I start reading this article about him, I was like, this dude sounds incredibly familiar. He is author of the book Brother CEO. Okay. Um, an ex of mine got this book for me because I think he visited Stillman's uh, Stillman College uh, several years ago. And an ex of yours? An ex of mine, girl who I dated. Oh, uh -huh. yeah. Well, I have those. What? This thing on? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, I, not all my relationships worked out. Oh, this is. <laughs> yeah, I'm human. Anyway, um, he is starting a podcast which is called Black Talk. And this is going to tug at every bit of your heartstrings, Gatry. So lay it it's on called me. Black Talk Conversations with My Son. Oh, yeah. I know you're, and, and yeah, you're going to have to go out there and find it. He is out to dispel the myths of the involvement of black men in their children's life, lives and paint a different portrait of black fatherhood through said podcast. Uh, I want to shout out this Oakland, California native for Oaktown. not only doing dope things from an entrepreneurial standpoint, but also looking to really deposit it valuable gems into our community through this podcast and as how we as black men or black fathers are perceived through the eyes of society. I'm looking them up right now. I actually just handed my phone to Walker because I think I Wolf. spelled it wrong. <laughs> but I'm ready yes, to you did. subscribe. It's, it's L-E-F-F-A-L-L. -L. L E. Dude. Extremely dope. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Yes. So I knew that was going to that was going to uh, subscribe. <laughs> no question about this. And I think we should support we should support people who really are walking in their purpose and doing dope stuff. Wow. All right. Who's your player of the week? Sorry, Walker. Um, I got distracted with that one. You know, that's right where my heart is. Oh, my God. What? Auburn is giving Georgia the blues right now. Go and ahead. What? Basketball. Who cares about that? I know you don't care. Continue. Who's your play of the week? Um, Walker, do you remember me talking about a guy named Stanley Livingston? Mm, I can't say that I do. Me neither. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Love the so, setup there. Walker, you know I'm in real estate, right? So when I saw this, I could not let this slide. Oh, boy. Um. Okay, so... Um, is he local or is no. this some, okay? <laughs> this, He's this. from Charlemagne's favorite state. <laughs> All right, Florida, Bartow, Florida. Um, so Mr. Livingston went to close on a two hundred and nineteen thousand dollar home, right? 
Very modest. I mean, I, I think I think for Florida, that's slightly below average. No, no, no. This may, that may be median. Okay, okay. whatever. Um, but he went to go close on on the sale of this home or the purchase of this home, just like people do every day, right? Um, but Mr. Livingston got sidetracked by greed. Okay, how do you? How did he do this? I mean, you've closed on your home. You know transactionally how that happens. Like you know, checks are checks are balanced, eyes uh, are dotted, T's are crossed. Right. So mm-hmm. where would greed come into this? Well, Mr. Livingston has has a um, has a unique point to or unique answer to this question. So while sitting at the closing table, Mr. Livingston puts his eyes on the deed. To the home. <laughs> it says here, Walker, that Mr. Livingston asked the closing attorney, does this deed outright give me ownership to the home? To which the closing attorney responded promptly and said, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got to build you to this. So Livingston gets in his mind. Huh. <laughs> you mean if I take this? I don't have to pay y'all $219,000 for this house. He didn't say this out loud, but this is his head. So it seemed very conventional to him. So he just said, you know what? 30 year loan, y'all can keep that. As soon as this deal is done, per se, I'm gonna snag this D while nobody's looking. (laughs) Hey Walker, this is Florida, so anything can happen. So um, Mr. Livingston did just that. He was able to commandeer the deed to the home. And um, when he returned to the home with keys and everything, he got a call from his uh, real estate professional asking if he had mistakenly taken the deed to the home because they couldn't find it as they were putting all the paperwork together. Yeah, because no one was going to keep up with the paper trail. Sure. No one does that. So um, he, of course, denied (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about Where's Ren? Okay You idiot He of course denied it And um, after a very very brief investigation <laughs> With the authorities uh, They were able to trace the deed back to Mr. Livingston So finally when cornered by, by the authorities He confessed to taking the deed Now Walker to me this seems like a common maybe mistake or error in judgment but when he denied it he had to feel the hand of the law caesar walker to the point of 30 years in prison (laughs) the length of his loan yeah the length of his loan (laughs) and a hefty fine that he will have to pay to the closing attorney uh stanley i don't know if you'll see y'all 30 of those years but man when you get out we got a spot for you over here at the tipping point uh you are my i um you won't get my deed i know where my deed is it's at the bank where it should be um but stanley nice try but you played yourself bro all righty um mine my pow is none other than bradley byrne now, Gat, here's where you flex your in, intelligent muscle here and ask the intelligent question. Who is Bradley Byrne? Oh, good question. <laughs> good question, dude. You're so intuitive. Now, Bradley Byrne is a congressman who represents the first district in South Alabama, and he's also looking to unseat incumbent 
incumbent Doug Jones for the Alabama Senate position in November of this year. Right. Mr. Byrne has been in the news lately due to his latest campaign ad he ran in which we have an audio clip. Get roll it. When the towers fell, I knew my brother would be going to war. Dale was a true patriot. I can't bring him back. I miss him every day. It hurts me to hear Elon Omar cheapening 9-11, entitled athletes dishonoring our flag, the squad attacking America. Dale fought for that right, but I will not let them tear our country apart. That's why I'm running for Senate. I'm Bradley Byrne, and I approve this message. Now, for those that have not seen this ad yet, you can actually go find this out on YouTube. It's delicious. Now, <laughs> let me paint the picture for you just in case you haven't seen it yet. Um, Gat, I don't think you've seen it yet, have you? It, well, I saw it as we were. <laughs> you saw it, you actually yeah. watched it. Okay, Gat has seen it now. Uh, Mr. Byrne is sitting by a fire pit. You recall that, Gat? I do. As he opens up about his late brother who served in our armed forces who went to war after 9-11. And by the way, we thank his brother for his service Abs to our country. Absolutely. Of course, as we should. Right as he begins to tug at those heartstrings, this entire ad goes left. He proceeds to attack the squad. You know who the squad is, right? That consists of Congresswoman Eliane Omar, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, Ayanna Presley and Rashida Tlaib. Uh, you can see images as you as they're showing as he attacks them. You can see the image of Representative Omar in the burning campfire gap, like she's burning. Now, Mr. Congressman, we know your last name is Burn. So, is that the subliminal you're actually trying to send to that us with that imagery? Is is that what he's doing? And 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 as for that entitled athlete disrespecting the flag i mean come on let's again flex your intelligent muscle get who pops up in this image old cap oh colin kaepernick right you also see the images of the entire squad as well but only omar's image is actually depicted in the fire burn makes it clear at the end of his ad that he is running for Senate to prevent the previously mentioned individuals from tearing this country apart. <laughs> now, there's a lot to unpack here, Gat, as I could easily go for the low-hanging fruit and point out that all of the unpatriotic individuals that he singled out in this ad just so happen to be people of color, right? Uh, but that's just a coincidence, right, yeah, Gat? Absolutely. I'm pretty Byrne sure. Would never do anything like listen, that. Listen, Representative Byrne doesn't see color. He just sees a few ungrateful people who hate America. <laughs> okay? Right? I could also point out that in his quest to confront individuals who's tearing our beloved country apart, he conveniently left out the white nationalists who were protesting in Charlottesville, Virginia just a few <gasps> years ago. But hey. That could have been oversight again, right, Gat? This is oversight. True. Snafu. Yeah. He had he only had thirty seconds, right? Right. He couldn't get everybody fit in, right? <laughs> just a, just the just the colors, right? <laughs> but that's not the angle we're going to talk about. That's not where I'm going, Gat. That's the low hanging fruit of that article okay. of, of this ad, right? Ladies and gentlemen, my actual issue is that Burns spent the entire time talking about people who don't even live. In the state of Alabama. 
<laughs> they don't even live here. That's a good point. Congress burn, uh, Congressman Byrne, Alabama has real issues that need to be addressed. Now, Gat, I don't think you know this, but you can go Google it because I did. AL.com polled its readers back in 2018 on the biggest issues they feel are facing our state. Now, among the issues mentioned were government corruption, lottery and sports betting, mental health and substance abuse, K through 12th grade education, opioid addiction, unemployment and crime, just just to name a few. But instead of being different and tackling some issues, some of those issues in his ad, what did he do? He resorted to just playing typical Alabama politics by using your party lines, talking points and bigoted dog whistles. Hey, no doubt it's going to rally up his fan base, Gat. But it won't produce no re- no real results that's going to actually benefit the people who vote you in, right? It never does. See, Gat, this is why I get turned off sometimes by political by the political processes because instead of being a public servant who's concerned with the issues of people they actually intend to serve, many of them just come off as corrupt politicians, bro, who has a hidden agenda to obtain power to only benefit who? themselves so this brings me to why he played himself right because that's the that's the end result right according to early polls he's not only trailing jeff sessions he's also behind tommy tuberville thomas (laughs) tuberville the four you know him right yeah the former auburn head coach who has little to no political experience little to no no he has a lot no i'm not saying about that that's a moot point. Moot point. You're probably right. Uh, now I know November is a long ways off, but this is simply not a good look for his campaign to be a distant third behind those two people. Well, it depends on how you look at it. I think. Oh, uh, I mean, through our lenses, it's not a good look. But I he's mean, winning. This, this is Alabama. There are some factions of the state who love this. Yeah, but they already have their dog in the race. That's Jeff Sessions. Sessions. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, he's back. Better than ever. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, he may not win the race, bro, but he's definitely a winner in my book. And that's Congressman, <laughs> Congressman Byrne. And as a result of our feeling that you are a winner at the Tipping Point Podcast, we got some hardware we want you to hold. Whenever you're in the whenever you're in McCullough. <laughs> campaign. On that campaign on trail. On that campaign trail. <laughs> hugging necks, kissing babies. You can have a seat with the Tipping Point Podcast and hold this award because you are my player of the week. If he takes us up on that, you want to let him speak? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, burn. There you have it. <laughs> Is that our way of feeling the burn? <laughs> well played, sir. Oh man, but no, bro. I had to. I, I, these this time of the year, it annoys me to see what. They pull out of their behinds. That has nothing to do with real (laughs) issues in this state. Hey, these are not my issues. These are the people of Alabama. Right. 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 These are voters. Right. None of that in that. None of it. Who cares about it? Who cares about it? So whatever. Anyway, uh, good good pod. The best one we've done all year, and could be the worst one we've done all year because we've only done one. (laughs) Walker, why is your glass so half empty all the time? It's just balance, man. You come with the positive, I come with the stupidity sometimes, <laughs> and vice versa. Yeah. <laughs> Speechless? 
No comment. <laughs> Good to see you back, man. Likewise, man. Anything else on the on the on the docket? Uh, no, no. I think we summed it all up. So, well, everyone, we hope you have a great. Uh, we're recording on a Saturday this time. Um, by the time you hear this, it'll probably be Sunday or sometime into the next week. You have a great and prosperous week. This is the Tipping Point Podcast. <laughs>